0: Hey folks and welcome to another episode of PodCraft. This is the show all about podcasting helping you to run a successful show. I'm Colin Gray from thepodcasthost.com along with Matthew. How are you getting on Matthew? Yeah, good morning. Very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, no bad, not bad. The uh, the snow's slowly turning to slick ice outside. So that's the bit where uh, you know it's fine when it snows, kind of crunchy and fine. But then in Scotland, it tends to turn to ice very soon, and that's when the cars yeah. start crashing.
1: Dangerous when you walk <laughs> down to get your sandwich at lunchtime. But exactly. uh, yeah, it's all part territory. of the fun.
0: Indeed, yeah. So yeah, today we're going to the future. We mentioned on the last episode that we're thinking future right now. 2023 is going to be all about flying cars and uh, robots running our lives and all that kind of stuff, isn't it, Matthew? So that's what we're moving towards. Uh, And we mentioned that we're going to talk about drones today, how you can use drones in And We just published an article. Uh, We've got a short link for that, don't we, Matthew? Thepodcasthost.com forward slash drones is the drones, link. Perfect. Yeah. And it's all about, um this is kind of tying into it. You also published a video, a video, art, well, a kind of article related to video today as well. Is it worth pointing people towards that, Matthew? That went down quite well, I think.
1: Yeah. I don't have a short link offhand, but I'll put it in the show notes for sure. I, I wrote a, a piece this morning, uh, yesterday morning, sorry, on why. Why video can't and won't replace audio in podcasting. So if you're a subscriber or follower to this show, you'll, you'll have heard me and Colin talking about that already a bit, but. I kind of expanded on it for this article. I made a few hopefully reasoned arguments uh, trying to defend audio basically and and you know pushing back against this idea that video is going to swallow up audio one podcast and it's just going to become a video medium. I think that's a a bad position, a misleading one and I have yeah. no time for it. So <laughs> <laughs> I
0: agree. I agree, but But with that in mind, video is valuable in podcasting for various different reasons too and uh, we're going to talk a bit bit about that today, how you could use a drone to do it Uh, because I've been playing around with one that I got last year. Um, So before we jump into that, I'll just say this show always is sponsored by our very own Alitu, our own podcast maker app, which uh, helps you do call recording, has podcast specific editing built right in there, does all of your audio cleanup, does transcriptions for free. You can build your episodes, adds in your music, transitions, all that stuff. And it has podcast hosting in now. I'll mention a bit more about it later on, but if you want to go and check it out, it's over at alitu.com. A-L-I-T-U.com. All right. Shall we start droning on then, Matthew?
1: Good. I wondered when that would pop (laughs) in, yeah. Uh, So um, I suppose like drones, you've touched on video already. Like we we had that conversation where we're talking about, you know, how exciting can it be watching two people on webcams? But I guess the... The, the the solution to that is to literally get some video from a drone, isn't it? Like flying about in the air and
0: getting some cool shots that you just couldn't have filmed a few years ago. Yeah, definitely one. I mean, it's worth putting our position down here, I think. I think both of us are on the same uh, tack, aren't we? That video, a video podcast when it's just two heads, like me and you are looking at each other right now in a video recording room. Uh, and having that conversation, and it's nice to see your guest. It's nice to see your co-host, whoever it is, um, when you're chatting to them. Although it's not essential, we don't do it all the time. But it's nice to see them sometimes. But actually, this video, like no one wants to watch sixty minutes of our two uh, big faces on screen just in our in our offices, do they? So that's like that's why video podcasting, in many ways, is not much use. But if you have a better studio, if you have like a few camera angles, or if you get out and about, or if you create some unique type of video, then that's where video comes in really handy for podcasting and for a whole bunch of different reasons too. And we'll go into all of those, like the ways you can use video in my view to promote a podcast and why drones in particular are a great way to capture Some of them, Um, not the only way by any means, but it's just one that we'll talk about today um, because I've been playing around with it. And I think they are a really cool way to capture some video that's uh, also quite fun to do as well. Right. So where do we use them? There's a few different ways where I think are, and I wrote in the article, again, you can go and check out the article over at thepodcasthost.com forward slash drones. In there, you'll see four different places that I talked about what's the most the most obvious one matthew I'll let you kick this one off like i think this is a, this is kind of a no brainer for some people that run this kind of show what is it
1: the outdoor activities and sports side of things um yeah. stands so out on. for me because like as a fan of uh, lower league and non league football for years the teams that i have followed it, it's been impossible to to actually get footage of them unless you're yeah. at the games and yeah. then when when you know cameras became a bit more accessible you'd get like grainy one angle footage of a match from like the stands and it wasn't very yeah. good either but yeah. these days you know you've got gopros behind the goals and you've got drone footage as well so yeah. people are able to like create footage of of these games that you know rivals what you you would see in the pub watching a, a match on the telly so i think yeah. that's a really good opportunity.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Any local sport like that, like team sport could be individual sport, like um, running events, mountain biking events, cycling events, skiing, whatever it is, like if you cover that kind of sport, especially if it's locally based, people so appreciate that footage. Because like you say, Matthew, it's not getting on the telly, it's not getting coverage otherwise. So you can be the one that makes the podcast, but also creates like a, a highlight reel that goes along with it or something like that. Or a full episode where you're, uh, you know, you're covering like a whole game or something like that. I'm not sure, but there's loads of ways that you could use that. Um, the one, the one, the the idea that I love is I listen to quite a lot of outdoor shows around hiking, walking, um, cycling, like kind of endurance stuff when you're out and about in the hills and the mountains. And if you take a drone with you on that, you can get some spectacular footage. It's just, it's crazy how easy it is to make something that looks just amazing. It's just totally stand out and really unique because when you're walking out and about, Even if somebody's been in the same place, it's unlikely they've had a drone with them to get that kind of upper sort of sky view. Or even if they have, like you'll have a different view on it. It'll be a different season, it'll be different weather, it'll be a different path that you're taking, that kind of stuff. So you can either just have the video as like an alongside, a bit of an enhancement, show the route that you walked, that you're talking about on your show. Or the one that I really like is if you have a recorder with you, like you have the drone up in the sky with a great view in the background, you're kind of small on the screen. And I've tried this out. your recorder, you're speaking into the recorder, just recording something but looking up at the drone and you can sync that footage afterwards. And maybe that's just the intro to your show or something like that. Or maybe it's a promo to your show that you stick on social media later on. But that just really stands out because no, there's not many people doing that. Like podcasting's smaller than blogging and video already. So like there's less competition for that kind of medium. But if you then do something like that, it's really unique, really stand out. That's the kind of thing you can stick on um, on social media. You can stick on YouTube. You can stick on any kind of marketing channel. And it really capture people's imagination and show really the the spectacular places or sports or activities, whatever it is that you're taking part in.
1: What about right. the um like in in your article you talked about um events and trade shows because you mentioned the podcast show in London last May? Yeah, yeah. Was yep. there what what were there either drones there that I wasn't aware of or was it conversations that you were having
0: with people there? I'm not I'm not sure, actually. Do you know, it's not, um, it totally wasn't in my head then. That's like, that's just about a year ago now, isn't it? And it's only since then that I've started playing around with this and really thinking about other ways to use video to promote shows and um, or just putting, thinking about it more deeply. But yeah, the trade show idea, I think is great because you go along to these events, um, that podcast show is a great example, actually. Like how big was that space that was in Matthew?
1: Uh, it was a giant wasn't it i mean by british standards
0: yeah it was huge it was so high as well like it was three four floors or something like that of um like tier- the cool thing about it it was almost stadium uh setup there was this big space in the center that had you know a uh, 20 30 40 meter roof probably even higher than that and then there was tiers on the sides uh, where there was hallways and rooms and stuff like that. So you could kind of see up to these balconies. So it was a really cool space. Uh, and there are regulations around this, so you do need to check like when you can use drones and where you can use drones. But the ones I'll recommend later, so I'll re- recommend a couple that I use, they're under a certain weight, which means that they are okay to use in certain situations or in people. Like if you have a big heavy drone, you actually have to keep them away. There's legal uh, requirements to keep them away from certain people and places. And it has to be kind of open space and you have to have a license and all this this kind of thing. But one of the ones, the one that I've got, for example, is only 250 grams in weight. So the idea is that if that, if you did make that go all wrong, it's not really going to injure anyone or something, but Yeah, so if you do get clearance for it and if you're allowed to do it, if I was flying, I'd run around inside that, like 10 meters, 20 meters above everyone, just showing the space, showing the event um, or a bigger trade show. You you get some of these that are outside as well. Like You get some amazing footage that helps you talk about that show, talk about that event. And there's loads of podcasts out there that talk about these kind of places. Um, And even, you know, I've seen people run a whole season of their podcast based on going to one event in their industry, like a marketing show that goes to a marketing event and then interviews five, 10 people at that event. You can either get video of those people you're talking to, or you can just get general footage of the event itself. And then that footage can be a really good promo for, uh, you know, that season's worth of content. You're promoting five, 10 episodes whereby you're talking to these people at this event or just covering the kind of learnings you've had there or that kind of stuff. Whether that goes on social, whether it goes on YouTube, um, or whether actually you create a whole episode out of just covering that. From the air or just from a different angle, something unique, so yeah, events are great,
1: yeah, and one of the one of the sort of age old tactics as well that you hear about with podcasters in certain niches is that they approach like a trade show in their their industry or topic about becoming like the official media partner, so like mm. you know we're the podcaster for the day, we're going to interview people, and if you've yeah. got some like a drone as well, that's going to increase your chances of them saying yes because you're going to then get like, you're talking about calling all these cool visual shots that they might not have got yeah, otherwise. Yeah, so absolutely. I think it would be, you know, if you wanted to go down that route, that's a solid case for that. Maybe a drone is a, a very worthy investment
0: for you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love that. It's a great idea. Yeah. You, I mean, that's, that's a way to monetize a podcast, isn't it? Like become the go-to person to cover, you know, events or spaces or thing just things that happen in your industry. That's cool. Yeah. All right. What next?
1: Uh, so physical objects, would this be like um, architecture, buildings, um, that sort of thing, I guess? Yeah,
0: I think that's what was going through my head. It was, it, it's one of, one of the podcasts that's always an example, isn't it? In um, in any of these kind of things is 99% Invisible. A legendary show, massive audience. Um, and a really weird, like kind of surprisingly massive and popular, given that it has quite a really niche uh, subject, which is kind of design around physical objects or architecture, things like that. So if you're talking about anything that is a thing in the world, imagine just getting a different angle on that. So when they're talking about the architecture in a certain city, or they sometimes talk about just one building in one location, being able to get footage of that building from you know a unique angle, from up and about, from up in the air, that's amazing. Like that's great promo material. It's great social stories material. That kind of stuff. Maybe even a whole episode that just actually flies around the building, tours through the building, all that kind of stuff that you can do with a drone as well. So, lots of episodes, lots of podcasts out there that cover something physical out there in the world. Um, that yeah, it's really good. I think it works really well for the the kind of corro- the the companion to that is the location, isn't it, Matthew? Like. Um, if you run a show, do you listen to any? It's one of the ones that I've always wondered. You know, it's hard to find these like location based shows. Do, do you listen to any kind of local podcasts?
1: Nah, not that I could think of. No, not that I can think yeah. of. But
0: um, I think I feel like we're underserved in Scotland a little bit. But there are many other places that have a podcast that's based on a city or a, a county or a you know a state in America or something like that, where it's a bit more. Individual in terms of the location, isn't it? So yeah, I just think there's so much opportunity to run a location show, whether it's like news for your local community, or whether it's a you know a podcast about visiting um, Scotland. There's a there's a couple of them actually, like podcasts just about generally tourism in Scotland, or or even a region like come to the Highlands or something like that, Um, and. As soon as you've got a location, it's similar to the kind of physical object. As soon as you've got a location, people want to see it. They want to see what this place looks like. You can describe it. You can tell stories. That's what you should do in your podcast. But it's a great companion to have video clips based on that. Like whether, again, it's social stories, it's video promos on social, whether it's uh, YouTube highlights or whether it's a whole episode. Anyway. So, yeah, that's the four ways. Do you think that's anything I missed, Matthew? Or do you think that kind of covers most of the video uses?
1: No, I mean I reckon that like you, you would fit anything into those four categories, I think. Um and just to reiterate, I mean this isn't this is, this is a luxury, you know, for most people, isn't it? Like yeah. presumably Colin, you didn't buy your drone for podcasts and it was more of no. a was it a Christmas no. present to yourself or what?
0: Uh, kind of, yeah. A little bit of a self Santa, yeah. <laughs> and, I was and how, I wanna, sorry, go on.
1: <laughs> I was just gonna say how how do you tend to use it? Do you go out with the kids or like what do you do?
0: Yeah, I do know, part of the the motivation actually was um, we do a lot of walks, we go and see a lot of nice places. Um, We live kind of in the north of Scotland, so some great landscape around here. Um, And it was just I wanted to capture a bit more of that and maybe create some content around it. Um, I run a mountain biking podcast, as you know, Matthew, and I haven't really done much on it recently at all. So it was kind of to see if I could motivate myself to do a bit more of that. And it was just something to play with as well, actually, just to see the places where we're going from a different angle. Um, and try and get some uh, footage of the family as they're kind of growing up and we're getting out in the hills. Yeah, that was a big part of it.
1: I could have done my one last Sunday. We went to Tentsmuir Woods, which you'll be familiar with, Colin. They've shut half it. They've shut half it because I think with the weather, a lot of trees fell down and they've shut it off so they could do a lot of work to stabilise it, presumably. So we got sent another way and uh-huh. you know you think when you go off track they'll keep you well signposted but they just didn't okay. and uh, we had uh, Brooke on our back who's 18 months like I had her on yeah. our back. and you know how as an uh, 18 month year old 18 18 month old you're very patient when your parents <laughs> aren't quite getting to the destination yeah, that's it's not how so, I remember it I'm and then remember. it started raining so it was raining we were lost oh. deep in the the forest and yeah. uh, the baby was crying. With a baby, so yeah, uh, I could have done. W- sounds... if, if I had a drone, just go up there and see where we were going, and I could have could have got us there. But
0: that's, it sounds like a really nice afternoon. That's it was a great a day. Fun. A great day. <laughs> um, it's it's actually yeah, it's not a small thing actually. Just being able to like the walks that I do. Sometimes there's these kind of um, paths that go off in different directions, and you're like, ah, I don't really have enough time to like properly explore and potentially get down a wrong path and have to come back and all that kind of stuff. So it's genuinely quite good for that. Um, like if you're doing a show that's something related to that, like just the exploration or the outdoors or whatever, that can be a really nice way to use it. Um, or even just hills where you can't get to certain places, like there's ledges and, and inaccessible points and all that kind of stuff and be able to show them is really cool. I've seen people use them for, have you ever come across the whole concept around uh visit in derelict buildings, like places that you're not really supposed to be, Matthew. Hi, like my brother was really into that. Yeah, oh, like
1: really? um, I, there's a name for it. Um, or, yeah. orbex, orbex, I think it is. Orbex is it really? Exploration.
0: Yeah, I've not come across that. But yeah, there's so many places in our, our environment, whether like you say it's in the city or whether it's in the country that you can't really get to or it isn't a, a kind of built thing that's abandoned. And I've seen people using drones to explore them because sometimes you really can't get in. Sometimes people cut the fence and like go and explore these buildings and stuff like that. But sometimes maybe you can just fly over and take a wee view. So, yeah, it's really cool.
1: What's the general range of them? Not to go f- too far down a rabbit hole here, but. No, it's like, a good question.
0: Out. Yep, yep. Uh, you can go, so it's line of sight. As long as you're within line of sight, like literally, there's no big hills in the way, big buildings in the way. They're supposed to be able to go up to about 10K. It's bonkers, like really far. Um, I've not tested that. I've not made it go that far yet, but I've had mine maybe three, four K away from me um, mm. down a river. Uh, so like I could still, well, I couldn't see it because it's tiny and it was four kilometers away. But like technically if I'd had a telescope, I could have seen it. So as long as you've got that straight line in the I think it, it can't, like the signal can't really go around hills or it's not um, high enough or low enough wavelength. I can't remember my physics now. Anyway, it can't like jump around stuff. So as long as you can see it, it can go really far. It's crazy.
1: Aye, and I guess that the tech's only going to get better, isn't it? Because that's how tech
0: works, so. Yeah, exactly that, yeah, totally. Okay, let's jump into how to use it. So different ways to use this kind of video. Um, I've gone through a few of these already, mentioned a few uses of it, but let's kind of reiterate. And then we'll jump into which one I use um, if you want to try this out. But there's plenty of them out there. Um, Before we jump into that, quick mention of um, Alitu as well. Like I said, we're um, our own Alitu uh, podcast maker app. It's kind of the way we support all of this content that we create because that's our, our paid product. So, if you want an easier way to make your podcast um love you to go and check that out there's a seven day free trial. you can check it out um Something we've done recently is we've start we've added hosting just in the last couple of months, so actually, it used to just be editing. We had our um podcast specific editor in there, so we've got a lovely editor in there gets rid of all of the old um rubbish that you don't need from uh you know daws from the old audio engineering world all that stuff that you use and your bread and butter drama shows Matthew editing like 15 tracks and stuff like that eh <laughs> but uh, most podcasters um, don't need that stuff so we've cut it down we've made it nice and simple just for editing vocals um one track just to let you get your show recorded and out there podcast specific editing and we added hosting in recent days uh, so that you can actually host your show and publish it right with Alatoo as well. So if you're a new podcaster, pop along and you can use it for your call recording, your audio cleanup, your editing, but also now your publishing. And if you're an existing podcaster, you want an easier place to create the show and have your hosting built right in there for free, then you can check out Alatoo as well. Like I said, it includes all the call recording, all the audio cleanup, all the editing you need, and now hosting up to a thousand downloads a month, which according to stats, what is it these days, Matthew? What's the average downloads of a, of a podcast? Can you remember checked out any of the platforms recently
1: within about a month of release i want to say i'll get it wrong now i'll get it wrong um (laughs) 50 40
0: it's yeah I i think last time i looked it was around the 70 mark yeah so the average podcaster if you're measuring um if you're comparing stats the average one gets around 70 downloads per um episode within about 30 days was it seven? It might have been 30. Um, So anyway, that means that our 1,000 download a month tier actually covers like more than half of podcasters generally. Um, So you can use it for free. And there's only a kind of a decent value upgrade if you need to go up to higher downloads later on. So yeah, go over to alitu.com, A-L-I-T-U.com. Seven day free trial, you can check it out. All right, how do we use video, Matthew? Do you want to kick us off?
1: Yeah, so video promos. Is a is an obvious one. Like I've got my audio trailer, I might want a video trailer as well, especially if I'm putting stuff on YouTube. So it's yeah. a nice wee hook for folks. If you've got the the cool drone footage to go with it, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I think I think that's the key one. Like I think it's one place we've struggled, isn't it? Like have you seen people use audio specifically on social media to promote their show? You know, when you see just an audio clip. I don't see up. anything on social media. <laughs> <laughs> of course, what a silly question of me. <laughs> But yeah, there's never been... Well, I mean, you can share a clip. Sometimes you can see the audio file. You can get a player appearing in Twitter or LinkedIn or whatever. But it's never been very engaging just seeing an audio file there. Um, But if you can pop up a 30-second video, a 60-second video, that's a much better promo for your podcast. And quite often people use the kind of audiogram approach where you get an image and a, a moving sound wave over the top. But if you can do even a little bit of video... Uh, whether it's drone based, which would be really cool because that'll so stand out if you can do that for your niche or whether it's just anything like even that's where like just the two faces or just one face actually is not too bad because it's 30 seconds, it's 60 seconds. It's just you with a wee great clip from your show talking about what you're talking about. So that's one idea. And that kind of ties into the social aspect in terms of you know that's kind of general social but stories obviously huge these days although i've heard tell that uh, the use of stories on instagram's kind of dropped away a bit matthew
1: i don't know Again, why not my area of expertise
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah like instagram um, reels or even just instagram stories uh, that kind of stuff it's kind of dropped away usage a little bit but tiktok's still going strong so if you can create like Here's me kind of trekking through this area. Here's me doing this cycle race. Here's me visiting this building. Here's me uh, going to this event, a trade show. Um, And you can create a little 60 second, two minute, three minute story out of that. You can play that on whether it's Instagram, whether it's Twitter stories, whether it's YouTube, um, YouTube shorts, all those kind of places, really useful way to use them. And obviously the big thing there is you talk about your podcast for the full story, for all the detail to hear much more about this. Go and visit our podcast over at blah blah, blah dot com forward slash podcast. Um so that's one really useful way. What YouTube, is YouTube? Go for it, Matthew.
1: I was going to ask um video podcasting plus the, the sort of term that you coined. <laughs> what 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 do you mean by that?
0: Yeah, so I mean the, it's a bit around, well, let me let me do the highlights first. So I've got this on my list as the first one to mention, and we'll jump into that because that's kind of the next level. Like just simply creating a highlights um, video for YouTube is great. Like, because the trouble, and it ties into exactly your question here, the trouble with a lot of people who try and publish a video podcast is it's just these two faces. It's a call recording, staring at the webcam, looking a bit crap, um, and, it, and it adds nothing to the podcast. It's no its no better than just listening to the audio, really. And a lot of people use that. A lot of people listen to podcasts on YouTube just in the background. They don't actually use the, video, the visuals. It's just a way for them to access and listen to it. Um, but the way to use YouTube well, in my view, um, or one way to use it well, many people do it well in all sorts of ways. Like Joe Rogan uses it well doing the whole show because he's got a good studio and different angles and all that kind of stuff, which we'll come into. But the highlights... Is like if you just take a 30 minute show or an hour long show and you cut it down um, and you uh, have just, you know, two or three clips from the show that add up to maybe three, four five minutes and you cut that in if you can with stuff like drone footage or better angles or whatever. Um, and that can be a really nice way to create a version of your podcast. ...for uh, for YouTube or for any video channel. It's highlights. It's a highlights reel, I suppose, from any episode... ...which drags people into listening to the full episode... ...because they want to hear the whole thing. Now, video podcasting plus, like you say, Matthew... ...is actually when you can publish the whole episode to me, it needs to enhance it. It needs to make, needs to add something to it, which is why the plus is there. Video podcast and plus, it needs to add something to make it actually worthwhile watching the video as opposed to just listening to the audio. And one way to do that is to have good video, to have unique video, drone footage, obviously amongst them. The other examples are things like Joe Rogan, like Joe um, brings people into studio, does it in person, has lots of camera angles, they've spent money on the studio, they've got somebody doing the switching board. So you see like an angle on Joe's face, a close-up then an angle on the guest. um, And it just, it's much more engaging. It's more like watching a TV program. That's one way of doing video podcasting plus, because it can be more engaging or it can be a different way of engaging with the show than just listening to the audio. I've never watched a whole episode like that, I would always listen to anyway. But um, if you're doing an outdoor show, if you're doing a trade show, any of those examples we talked about earlier, I genuinely think that having something like some drone footage, showing the hill you're walking up or showing the race you took part in or showing the video of the, of the building you're talking about, that is enhancing the audio, but it's not essential. I think that's it, Matthew, isn't it? It's like I think it needs to be plus, as in you can do without it. So I could listen to half an hour of me talking about going on a walk, talking about a particular walking route, talking about a cycle race, whatever that is, but actually you can make the choice to watch the video because it does add to it by showing you the stuff you're talking about as well, but it's not essential. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a nice addition, like, you know, in the past where it might have been, and it still is in a lot of cases, you know, you'll talk about something relating to your topic and, and you'll often say to see the pictures, to see the photos go over yeah. the website. But this is just another strength yeah. of the bow there, you know, to see drone yeah. footage of it um, is yeah. a real cool enhancement. So yeah, um, watch the
0: video version on YouTube. Yeah, for sure. Mm, cool. Mm. Okay, perfect. All right. The last one is just members only content. Um, do you subscribe to any podcasts these days, Matthew?
1: No, I don't. I'm a no. skin flint.
0: <laughs> I've got a couple actually I subscribe to. Um, and, and by
1: subscribe, you mean, you know, paying for
0: the... You are right. Content. Yeah, we, we've, we've had this debate, haven't we? The follow versus subscribe, try to get used to that because we've kind of been in it for years and subscribe always means free. What I mean, subscribe is pay for, yeah. Pay for podcasts. Yeah. Um, And members-only content, like it's a way to add something really extra and special for members. Like if you have paid content, premium content, people actually pay to subscribe to your show because you give them some enhancements or some extras, that video can be really valuable as an extra too. Because it just, it comes across sometimes as, you know, giving a bit more, it gives a bit more. You can maybe put some higher production value into it in terms of the video, like you can sort of edit it all together make a really cool highlight reel, all that stuff. Maybe you can put that behind a paywall. And um, and give people something to to make it worth them paying like two three five dollars a month to subscribe as well, or it's just an extra bit of value that you can offer that can be really cool. So yeah, that's another way to use it too. I think that's that's all the ways I could think to use it, and I'm sure there are dozens more out there. There's dozens of people, or thousands of people out there using video in better and different ways than that as well. So that's just a few ideas to start with. How's that with so
1: you? Now that I'm sold on a drone, Colin, I'm going uh, <laughs> to go out and buy one. Uh, which one do I buy? Do I just uh, go down the, the news
0: agents and get one? Yeah, totally. So, uh, yeah, just get one in the paper. <clears throat> you know, they're giving away for free in the Beano these days. So, yeah, it's <laughs> down there. Yeah. <laughs> I have played around with uh, cheap ones in the past. So I've had a 30 quid drone. I've had maybe a 70 or 80 quid drone um, and they can do the job. Like the the camera tends to not be amazing, but they can be great. They can be fine for, um, you know, you know, a 30 second or a 60 second clip that you just cut in a few little bits of footage. Um, so by all means, experiment with some out there, just check the reviews on Amazon or whatever store you're looking at. But if you want to kind of take this a bit more um, seriously and actually get, I mean, some. so the, the difference is if you pay up to about three or 400 pounds for the drones I'm about to mention, the footage goes from like decent to just similar spectacular. It's just crazy how good they are, how stable they are, how great they are in the wind, how you just can they can go further, longer, all that kind of stuff. Um, and the ones I'll recommend are the ones I've used because they are most highly recommended online as well. There's alternatives out there, but the DJI models are just brilliant. So you've got the DJI Mini um two is the older one. Uh, but still, really good and still on sale. And DJI have released the Mini Three as well, which is a kind of upgraded one. The Mini Two is about uh, four hundred pounds uh, at time of recording, and the Mini Three is about six hundred. So, like you say, Matthew, these are not like cheap bits of kit. These are kind of these are something you'd want to invest in. You maybe wouldn't want it to <laughs> if it's only for your podcast. Maybe you can't just justify it. But if you do it for other stuff as well, or if it is just a toy, a wee present, a treat to yourself by all means. But both of those are just amazing drones. Like the footage you get, I've got a, um, a few people that I know uh, in proper media, <laughs> proper, that's talking ourselves down. I shouldn't say that in traditional <laughs> media, traditional media, like TV, um, who use these drones for actual news stories. Like these drones create footage that appears on the BBC, on on proper national television all the time because of the quality of them. Um, And if you can, you can manage to budget a bit extra like that, three, 400 pounds for the two or the five or six for the three, uh, then it's great. The only real difference is the three, um, it's got a bit of a better battery life, can go an extra five, 10 minutes, and it's got better collision detection as well. So if you're a klutz like me, almost driving it into uh, telephone poles and uh, and pylons and stuff like that when you're out in the hills, then sometimes that could maybe save you uh, a bit of pounds buying a new one. (laughs) But how does that sound, Matthew? Is that... uh, sound reasonable enough yeah i mean
1: i dare say again in 10 years time when i think about getting one the prices will come down a wee bit yeah so totally. uh yeah. but yeah no i mean it's um it's not something i'll be getting but i totally see yeah. the benefits of them we've covered you know why you might want one and yeah. uh i the tech's only going no, to this... continue to improve isn't it
0: yeah you're totally right this is not for everyone Definitely not for everyone, but for I I do think for certain types of shows, if you're in any of those categories that I talked about above, or if you're in anything else where you think any of those uses uh, could come in handy, then it's definitely worth looking at. All right, we've ran a bit longer than usual. That was uh, me droning on again. Good, good. (laughs) Right, let's tie it up. Okay, cool. We're going to do another future episode next time, aren't we, Matthew? What are we going to cover? Yeah, we're
1: going to talk about AI, chat GPT. It's taking the world by storm. It often crashes um, in the evening when America wakes up these days. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, lots to cover on that. Again, it's another article we're riffing off, but um, there's lots of opportunities here to, to, to yeah. add this to your toolbox to give you some help, it's not going to yeah. take you over and, and replace you um, yeah. so yeah, we'll, we'll run through that and find out some wee ways that we could use this cool new technology to our advantage. Yeah.
0: that's the key thing isn't it Matthew, it's like everyone's kind of writing these doom stories about um, we're all going to be replaced by AI but actually it's just a really good assistant I think um, in many ways but yeah if you want to get more so come along listen to that one next week by all means join us again next week uh, if you want to hear um, sorry read more about the, uh, the drones and podcasting material go over and check out that article over at thepodcasthost.com forward slash drones and if you do want to check out Alitu as well I mentioned a couple of times now our podcast maker app um, does call recording audio cleanup transcription editing and now hosting as well go over to alitu.com a-l-i-t-u.com. For a seven-day free trial to give it a go. All right, Matthew. Cheers. Another week down. Yeah,
1: good stuff. And uh, yeah, hope everyone's doing well out there. Hope the new year has started uh, well for you as well. That's Indeed. a lot of wells in one sentence, isn't it? I'm away. <laughs> da- I'm away down the well now.
0: So We're down the well. All right. Cheers for joining us, folks. We'll see you next time.